the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock starts to kick back And yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that And feel like you in the game playing for real It's like royalty, so nil It's like hot one, hot two NFL fans, welcome to another edition of This Week in the NFL here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. This is week nine of the NFL season. I'm your host, the Cowboy. The three-man booth has been consistent and returns this week. Joined first by Mr. John D'Amato. Took a tough one last week, but still head held high. All is well. How you doing, John? Ah, great. Get to enjoy a nice bye week this week. Uh, watch everybody else uh, go at it. While we, uh, my team licks their wounds and uh, gets ready for the second half. And very good. And Cowboy Senior, he's feeling a little more upbeat than last week's podcast. Yes, Patriot, sir. Patriots road victory where, where Bill Belichick pantsed young Zach Wilson in front of the whole world and his Cowboy senior guarantee the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was unable to put the kibosh on Philly. Philly goes out, stomps the Steelers, stomps them. So big week for you, senior. Yeah, life is good. You know, it's it's midseason with everything you said. Plus, we just had probably the most active NBA, I mean, NFL trade deadline I can ever remember. That was kind of exciting. And, uh, you know, it's Thursday night, football's in the air. But putting all that aside, I got three things. Three things for you tonight. There's three things in life you can count on. Death, taxes, and the Patriots <laughs> beating the Jets. Is that thir- 13 in a row, right, senior? Uh, yes, sir. Perfect for Halloween. Geez. And counting. <laughs> and, you know, it's an interesting game in that, you know, the big story coming in was Patriots uh, quarterback play and they didn't get great quarterback play in the game but we and we had talked about this that the game actually ended up being a little more high scoring than I thought it would be it was only 39 points but Wilson overmatched against that Belichick defense just completely overmatched John well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you, you made a slight point. Uh, f- as far as the quarterback play, one was uh, one side was mediocre and uh, the other side was uh, not so much, uh, very, very less than mediocre. And um, that, that's what really decided the game. Uh, plus the big call, which was uh, it, it's the right call, but it's it, it always hurts, uh, you know, when it, when it goes against your team. And, and, and so when it's such a such a game change in uh, play. The, uh, the rough on the pass. Uh, it, 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 it was the right call. Yeah. It wasn't a cheap one, though. I mean, he, I mean, nah, that, that gets yeah, called every true. time. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got to be more disciplined. Yeah. But, but still, I don't, I still see, uh, you know, Max struggling on one side and, uh, it, it, it's either the, uh, the, the Patriots line isn't as mediocre, but also a fearsome, uh, Jets defense still had six sacks, uh, in a losing effort. But uh, as, as far as uh, the Jets quarterback, Wilson, you, you can't make the uh, those those throws like that. Some of them were hor- horrific uh, interceptions uh, with, uh, thrown by, you know, a, a quarter by backup quarterbacks that don't belong in the league. So he's, he's got to clean that up. 
and it, it just shows that the, the the Jets made all the they have these fabulous draft picks. Uh, you know, Sauce Gardner looks like you know he's a he's a Revis type. He's going to have a Hall of Fame career. Uh, Quinn Williams, uh, excellent uh, you know picks on the on the defense. But no, no matter what, if you don't get that the most important position uh, pick uh, right, uh, you know all all the other stuff goes you know get gets. Gets overplayed and uh, the the quarterback. Garrett Wilson looks like a looks like a hit. Garrett Wilson looks like a stud. And to your point, John. To your point, I mean they don't need they don't need Patrick Mahomes, right? I mean they like like if Wilson just gives them what Mac gave the Patriots in that game, which wasn't much, right? But don't turn the ball over. That's He's, I mean, he's hurting them, and you, know, you don't want to rush to judgment. But well, it's just one game. It is just one. But it has. I mean, to he be managed the game. the game. Well, the games before that, he managed. He didn't. He didn't turn the ball over and destroy them like, like this game. Yeah, he kept but, in the game. He managed. But he had Brees Hall. I yeah, think that's the big yeah. difference. Is maybe yeah. maybe Wilson has to do a little more now because Brees Hall was carrying that offense. That's yeah. a huge loss to them. But you just can't, you can't, you can't do can't when the pressure's on, no when the pressure's on it, you know, turning your back to the, to the defense and then, you know, that creates a scramble. You have to, you have to make it, when you see that, when that pressure comes, you have to make a quick decision, get rid of the ball, run so, or something. Yeah. Those plays where, where he's running four or five seconds with his back turned to the defense and then just throws it up. Uh, those, the, those are horrific plays that he's got to clean up and, and the jets are flying high. And, and now all of a sudden, you know, the fans are going to realize that, that they, they have a, a playoff type team, you know, with, with, with good, uh, solid coaching, but, uh, and all the heat's going to come on one position now and he's really going to feel it. And also they made a, they made a move to, to, to elevate white to the, uh, Mike white to, to, to the backup. So, you know, if Wilson struggles a, a couple of times, especially, you know, versus a tough opponent and the fans will be calling for Mike white because they're still enthralled by his, his one uh, super game. Uh, yeah. Year, and and it's, a, and, it's a tough spot. Like they, yeah. they really like, you didn't hate to, you know, five and two to say they needed the game, but given, given their matchup this week where, I mean, the most likely scenario five is that away. is they well not even five is that they get killed, right? Like that Buffalo defense. Well, the defense is, will keep them. The defense will keep them in the game. Eh, the Buffalo defense is really good. It's better yeah. than the Patriots, and obviously the Buffalo offense is you know if they're not the best yeah. in the NFL, like like, and this isn't an anti-Jets thing, but that game on paper, if that game's 35 to 10 or something like that. I don't, I I think that that's very much within the realm of what could happen in New York, the home fans potentially turning on Wilson a little bit mid game. It's a bit of an ugly situation and that you make a great point, John, about you got it. And a lot of it's luck, right. With drafting quarterbacks. But if you look at the poor jets, right, it was Darnold third, third overall, right. Wilson, Second overall, and who'd they pick before that that also didn't work out? It was, um, oh, God. There was another one that didn't work out, but little did they know that if they would have just stuck with their second round pick from about 10 years ago, that their quarterback (laughs) problems would be solved. 
Oh, come on. Who's that second round pick? (laughs) (laughs) The man, your MVP candidate. Geno Smith. (laughs) It's a good segue. So first, let's pick... Let's pick the Patriots and Jets games this week. So we have Bills at Jets. I say Bills by a million. John? Yeah, b- Bills by a, not a million, no, yeah. but, but by a 10. The Jets defense will keep them in the, in the game. Senior. Bills by 20. All right. And another point that to go along with your quarterback segue, that another thing that the Jets could have done. I think now, you know, you look at last year's quarterback draft class. The Bears, got, the Bears got the prize of the draft of the of the group. Yeah, that, that, even if Jacksonville had to do it over again, they might take Fields. I think he's the he's going to end up being the guy in that group. It's too it's too soon to tell. That, he that, was that, there that, for that changes. Yeah. No one. I mean, you can't fault them for that. Nobody had. I mean, it's just bad luck. Nobody had Fields going to, uh, but I but you saw you saw Mac I like Mac in the process, Raj. Like right after the bowl games and everything, everyone was rating Fields as the number two guy, and then every and things like that change. It always happens every year, and I think they all overthought it, including the Jets. They should have just went with them. Probably. With young, with young quarterbacks, uh, it's uh, the, that that whole the whole class is struggling. Like a few weeks ago, uh, uh, we we wouldn't have been uh, laying this high praise on Fields, but they, they seem to have found something with their running game, uh, helping him out. But uh, I would still uh, I would still play some money on Trevor uh, in, a, in in the third year. Uh, he really does look like, good, man. Yeah, but a, a few weeks ago it looked like he it, it was clicking for him, but now yeah, he, he has been taking a step back. But I would. Uh, I, I would go with, would still go with Trevor in that in that class. You know, and you go and you look at how he was looked at. Now, I'm I'm going to go back some for you, but the guys that I can remember had that absolute, not just the number one pick in the draft, but that absolute can't miss. This is the guy. Yeah, the on. best one since John Luck. Elway, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, and Trevor. Right, you line hmm. those guys up. That they 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 had that kind of hype behind them. All four of those guys, him just as much. Heck, what we saw him doing it with as a freshman. Remember how good he was? Yes, he, he 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 looks bad. Different kind of guy, but I but Mike Vick. Yeah, can't I don't miss, think right? he had that can't miss tag on the, the this prototype. This is this right. is him. It's those four guys. And two yeah, of them. and it's I mean, just luck really didn't work out either. So two out of the four really worked and, out. Mark Sanchez was the other top five quarterback <laughs> I was I was thinking of for the Jets. He won, he won playoff games at least. So, but I mean, like the Darnold pick really has to sting with Josh Allen going four picks later, and then Lamar at the end of the first round. Yeah, that hurts. And I mean, <laughs> at least they didn't take Baker first. Like the Browns did in that draft, uh, but they've they've upgraded to Philip over there in Carolina. It's a big, it really is. It's a huge upgrade. It's crazy, isn't it? But it really is. We said that. We said that when, when I mean, you couldn't play worse than Baker. <laughs> I said the same thing up. about Wilson and Rippin, but Rippin proved to be just as just as horrible. And Wilson maybe has turned it around a little bit. But <laughs> the uh, the Patriots this week go um, home. 
for the three, four, and one Colts, just an absolutely gut wrenching loss for the Colts this week. And Sam Ellinger's first start, I thought he played. I thought he played pretty well. He had a bad first half, but seemed to, you know, seemed to get it together a bit in the second half. And McLaurin just <laughs> just turned into Jerry Rice in in his city, Indianapolis. And um, the Commanders got the win. But it's an interesting game. Jonathan Taylor banged up, may not play. Hasn't really mattered. It's a, he hasn't been dynamic like last year. To me, this shapes up again. Belichick against a young quarterback. The Pats, in theory, they're, they're the Pats you can run on the Pats. But with a banged up Taylor, like uh, you know, it, it's probably another ugly game. But it's tough not to like them, in my opinion, tough not to like the Pats to make it two in a row here and go to five and four um, and be tied with the Jets after week nine. Senior. Yeah, well, I'm, I mean, so many things line up in this one, really. You've got um, what you the, the easy one that you you um, touched on with the guy making a second career start against Bill Belichick. Never a good thing. Um, you've got them in kind of disarray they just fired their offensive coordinator you've got the indie defense which has really been bad against the run i think they're they're averaging giving up like a real lot of yards on the ground every game and that's the pat strength the pats want to run the ball everything everything lines up for a patriot win and i that's that's the way i see it i see I don't see a super high-scoring game. I see the Pats being able to run on this team. Mac working in a little play action, hopefully not turning the ball over. And the Pats' defense will do fine against this offense. I, I see it as like a 24-10 Patriot win. All right, John. Uh, like, like, the great, like the great Chris Berman used to say, we're all on the Patriots. Uh, yeah, we we just, know what uh, happened the last time we were all on the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, I like a mulligan on the the Colts Super Bowl pick. Obviously, that was that's a disaster, and uh, it, it seems more ways than once. It, it came out now that Ryan's uh, never going to see the field again because there's some kind of clause if he gets hurt, and and he can't play next year, they're going to owe him like twenty nine, thirty million or something, or some. So he's he's not going to see the field again. If if anything, it'll be Foles. Uh, you know, if Ellinger goes down. So that was a disaster right there. And, uh, man, when Luck did the early retirement, that just that just destroyed their whole uh, quarterback situation. And uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, I would say that, that Reich is probably going to take the fall. Uh, you know, he's going to be on one of the coaches on the hot seat uh, that's uh, going to be looking for new employment. And he'll, and he'll probably get picked up right away. I, I think he's a, he's a good coach. But uh, I just don't know what happened to the team this year. I, I had picked them because I liked their uh, – their offensive line and their defensive line strong in the tr- in the trenches, but a total disaster. And that 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 hasn't worked out this this year. Watching them, so not a good team at all. Yeah, and it's you know the margins are so thin in the NFL. It's they they've been bad on the offensive line and defensive yeah, line. Yeah. Who who would have thought that coming in? So yeah. we're all on the Patriots. So any uh, any gamblers who listen to us, we should probably bet the Colts <laughs> money line. Um, <laughs> Or alternate spread if the Bears game is any indication. Colts minus 10. All right. So we talked about it a little bit. I alluded to it. And John, I'm, I'm sorry about the result here, but the Giants went to Seattle 6-1 and one, uh, versus okay. the 4-3 and three Seahawks 
and it was the only game on the schedule last week where both teams had a winning record. And hard-fought game. I think in the end, Seattle probably like just had one too many, one too many weapons, right? And the the home the home crowd, John, in this game was uh, was huge, huge for the Seahawks. They're really they're always behind this team, but I think they're even behind this team a little extra. Geno, another clean game. And am I am I crazy here that that this this is the best team? in that division. Uh, I, I, I still go seniors, uh, 49ers, uh, the, the schedule, uh, uh breaks for them, uh, nicely. After, and, uh, I think the 49ers are going to roll with the uh, McCaffrey in the second half, but uh, it is a nice story, uh, with, with what Seattle's going down. Uh, I was very impressed. They just totally took Barkley out the game and they took, uh, Jones running out the game. Um, they, they did their uh, scouting. They saw what, you know how the Giants will have been able to win all year, so they took took those two right out and really dominated. It wasn't even that close. The only touchdown the Giants got was because of, of a turnover on the, on the two yard line. So you, you got to like I say, Geno's uh, been responsible, not turning the ball over, and also uh, making plays. Uh, dynamic running game of Walker. Uh, you you got to like what you see. Uh, Pete, Pete Carroll's uh, better when uh, you know, uh, kind of as an underdog uh, when he's, than when he's a favorite. So. Uh, I, I look for them to, you know, give give the 40, them and the 49ers to, to battle it out. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's crazy to say, but in if the chips are down, I like Seattle because Gino is better than Garoppolo, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. but Garoppolo all, gives it up. He gives it up once a, once a game. And I think the thing, the thing with... Seattle and with Gino is like it's tough to put some things are not in the box score right and they 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 believe in him and he's I mean it's 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 crazy you would have never thought this at the beginning of the year or ever seeing it but he is a real leader for that team and I think some of it is that everybody hated the old guy <laughs> like like that's that's part of it but even when Lockett Lockett had the like the worst game of his life up until he caught the touchdown at the end, he fumbled at the two yard line, and then he hadn't dropped a pass all season. And he, I mean, he wide open touchdown. He let it hit him in the face mask. And as the cameras were cutting away, you saw Gino talking him up on the sidelines, and it not not in a BS way, in a like a leadership way. And I just I, there's something going on there with Pete and with Gino, and I feel like that the team in the city have rallied around this guy. And you know, I know you talked about like that Bears 13 and three team last week, John. Like I think this could be, I think this is that team, right? And you look like they're a tough out for anybody. Like if if they have good quarterback play and their defense doesn't suck, I mean they're they're weapons are right up there with anybody. I mean, Walker's awesome. They have arguably the best pair of receivers in the league, the best one, two in the league. And they have a quarterback playing at an MVP level. So it's, I really, really like this team. I just, uh, it really sticks out when it, cause when they went head to head, the 49ers dumped them. It wasn't even a competitive game. So, I mean, uh, the rematch will be in Seattle on, on a Thursday night. Maybe they'll put up a better, uh, effort but uh, but uh, but uh, yeah that game really sticks out the the disparity like in, in the talent that you know that 49 game so we'll see 
they've gotten better every week. I mean, they didn't play well in the Broncos game. The first, but they're lucky they won that game. Obviously, with uh, if we remember the 62-yard field goal attempt at the at the end of at the end of the game there. Um, so senior, I mentioned this in our chat, and I'll say it here. I think Gino finishes in the top three in the MVP in the MVP vote this year. Lilo uh, agrees. Lilo's uh, in. I have like Mahomes, Josh Allen, <laughs> and Gino. What do you think, senior? Yeah, well, I go, I'll put him fourth. I know it's a quarterback award, so we got to line up the quarterbacks. Hurts. No, at this point, yeah. I mean, they're undefeated, and he's playing really well. Really, really well, right? I mean, Hurts is making all the throws he has to make. He's got the leadership quality. He's got the legs. I mean, you got to have him in the MVP conversation. You have to. You watch him, the eye test. He's, he, he looks great. So I don't know how I would line him up, but I, I, I would honestly have the other three and then Gino. And I think that's fair. Lamar Jackson's a guy you can put in there, too. He's having a yeah. very good year. Yeah, but I don't, I don't put him quite there. Okay, I'll have him a little notch below. All right, so we have this week, Gino heading to Arizona. The Cardinals coming off. It was another loss, right? I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, Minnesota. Yes, Cardinals coming off a loss against the Vikings. The game kind of went <laughs> the way we thought it would. The Cardinals... A senior, I think you said it right. It's a close game. If you think it's going to be a close game. You got to go against <laughs> Kingsbury, and that's it kind of Jeez, yeah. exactly exactly what happened. Well, it's a um, pattern. On paper, on paper, this is a game where I would normally pick the Cardinals, right? Where at home, talent on these two teams pretty even. The Cardinals are kind of schizophrenic, but I I really think the Seahawks are for real. And I think it's crazy, but I, I do. I think I think I think they're a hundred percent for real. And I'm gonna pick them to go into Arizona and win. Gino keeps it rolling. You have the, the you have the the mistake free. They're gonna Gino's gonna play a clean game, and a Cliff Kingsbury team has never played a clean game. So Seahawks by three. John. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go as a last uh, this, this is like a last gasp for the Cardinals. If if they bite if they bite this one, they're in the uh, the division uh, section of the schedule. So they got the Rams, who they haven't beaten, and uh, and who knows when next week. So if they, this could be it for 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 their season at uh, Kingsbury. So I I think they're gonna pull out an effort and uh, and pull this one out to to to, to kind of save their season because. Otherwise, they got the the Rams next week, and then the 49ers after that, and and no more division games till till the last game of the year, which is uh, the 49ers again. So I, I think that the, I'll give them the desperation factor, uh, you know, that uh, uh, Kyler's going to lead them to a to a victory. Right, very possible. Senior, break the tie. Oh, I'm I'm going to go with the team that's playing the better football, the Seahawks. Mm. I think this is the swan song for uh, Kingsbury. This just isn't their year. And they're home, something you always hop on, John. They're not good at home either. Yep. yep. So I, I see it as a Seattle win, and I'll say by more than three. I'll say Seattle by seven. All right. 
poor rider. The, the carnals will be done. It's all right. Me and Ryder are actually going to be in the house. Yep. It is Monday night football, Pats at Cardinals. It's yeah, uh, the third, December. Third week of December, yeah. I believe. Yep. So yep. We, uh, we, we booked our flights. We're going to be in the house. We're hoping that there's playoff implications for one of the two teams. That's our that's our best hope. <laughs> no, that, let's go for both. Come on, be, keep it optimistic. Yeah, you never know. Probably not. Still you never know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we do have some other games this week. It's a little bit of a better schedule this week as far as um, good teams playing each other. So we we covered the six and one Bills at the five and three Jets. We covered the five and three Seahawks while at the three and five Cardinals. Um, the best game of the week on paper is Sunday night football, Tennessee at Kansas City. The Titans coming off uh, just a dominant Derrick Henry performance against. I mean, you could take it to the bank, right? Was how many times was it? Three times in a row or something? He's gone over 200 yards against the Texans. Yeah. But I mean, with no Tannehill, they played Malik Willis at quarterback. And literally anyone, any one of us, (laughs) any one of us could have could have played quarterback. If you can get the hike and hand the ball to Henry, you did as much as Malik Willis did in this game, which is fine, which is how they should play it. But obviously the one thing, one takeaway from that is that Tannehill has all sorts of job security, (laughs) at least for this year, because they didn't try clearly didn't trust that kid at all. And the few times he did throw it, it was kind of clear why they didn't trust that kid at all. Um, going to the Kansas City Chiefs, who coming off the bye and just looked fantastic in the in the game before the bye. Um, in the two weeks since the bye, had, we're, we're kind of one of the first trade ships to fall, adding Kadarius Tony, and mm. it looks like he is uh, somewhat somehow healthy, John. So I don't know oh, if yeah. they're shenanigans going on there but but with tony the team or both young but, joker yeah he's gonna put up some he's gonna put up a couple tds this week probably a, you know punt punt return or something i'm sure he'll show his stuff this week it's a like as a giants fan it would like you could there's a real like watch him like when he looked good last year yeah that one when, game that, but who that did, one great I mean, game yeah like who did he look like he looked just like Tyreek Hill yeah. <laughs> to, to, to be like the same kind of guy where, I mean, he couldn't have been traded to a better situation. I don't know if that comes through this week, but if that kid can keep his head screwed on straight and stay on the field, he could be really, really good for them. I don't um, know about Tyreek Hill. I'm thinking more like uh, that one year, Percy Harvin, that one year with the same uh, kind of guy, Seattle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But just like, like Tony, when he was right, had this the thing that always strikes me with Hill is he looks like in a in a league of just fast and quick guys he's faster and quicker than anybody like he makes all these guys look slow and Tony was the same way he catch the ball and he make five guys miss right <laughs> like it's yeah. a so we'll see tough game for the Titans here going to Kansas City Kansas City off the bye week senior anyway you think that do you think the Titans have a shot here do you think it's a blowout for Kansas City what what are your thoughts yeah, I think it's. I think the Chiefs are just too much for them. So, um, I think you gotta you gotta have something. Their defense isn't bad. Like he's not just gonna roll right over them with just Henry running every play like last week. And the Chiefs have so much firepower. I, I don't think the Titans can keep up with it. So, I know the formula. You run Henry. You can't, he Mahomes can't hurt you on the sidelines. But I think the Chiefs' good defense is good enough to slow him down a little bit. 
and the Chiefs' offense. The Chiefs are just playing too good. You're not. There's no. I don't think the Titans go in there and beat them. Chiefs by a touchdown. All right, John. Uh, this is the, this is the spot where the uh, where the Titans when when nobody expects them that they usually come through. But I I can't. I'm I'm gonna pick the Chiefs because uh, we're still not sure if Tannehill's uh, if if Tannehill was definitely playing. Believe it or not, I would pick her because at least he could do a little more than uh, than Willis, who's who's not ready. But uh, I, I'll, I'll stick with the Chiefs. It, it'll be uh, uh, closer for uh, for the Vinny Vegas uh, types. I want to grab the twelve and a half. I, th- I think that would be a that would be a good move. But because uh, the the Titans, you know, always did dismiss. They lost the first two, and 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 everybody forgets about them. And you know, just like last year when they snuck into the. They grabbed the number one seed when nobody expected it. So it's they're a good team. Yeah, they're a good team, and they're very well coached. Yeah, Vrabel's a great coach. Uh, you got you got Henry and uh, yeah, solid defense, solid. They're um, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs as well, and I, I'm with you, John. Where yeah. where I do I like the Titans team. I think the Chiefs are just kind of the worst matchup for them because the, the the Achilles heel for the Titans is their pass defense and. Clearly, you know, this isn't the one to face when your Achilles heel is the pass defense. Like, I think the Titans will be able to score some points. I just don't think, I think when the chips are down, they're not going to be able to stop the Chiefs. And that's how that one will go. All right. And then let's see here. Was that it? Oh, no, we have the four and three Chargers at the four and four schizophrenic falcons first so, place falcons first, first place. place schizophrenic falcons we should talk about panthers falcons oh, because no. the one thing that none of us expected was the best nfl game this year yeah. and that's what it was it was the most exciting game of the season i think seeing so, the philip walker uh, yeah philip played great oh i mean that uh, Eddie Pinheiro. <laughs> Pinhead, yeah. Uh, and then taking the helmet off, you know, that yeah. made, it, made it tougher it's on him. But then he still had call. a chance. He had a weak chance call. to redeem himself. What's that? I thought it was a weak call with the helmet off. Yeah. They don't usually I'm, call that. Nah, they do. That's the rule. Uh, yeah. I mean, a couple of years ago, a couple, you know, when they first made the rule, a couple of guys got caught up, caught out there on it. That's they're consistent with it. So, but just in case Pinero wanted to blame that for the loss, they gave him an extra point in overtime. Yeah, and he and he that. yeah exactly. That's yeah. You, you beat me to it because that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah. Yeah, but know, somehow, see, some way, the Falcons got it done. They're four and four. Yeah, I wanted to see uh, the whole division at three and five. That would have been uh, that would have been nice. <laughs> the Chargers coming off the bye, but it looks like they're going to be without both Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Mm. The game's in Atlanta. The Chargers' Achilles' heel on defense, senior, is run defense. Yeah, run defense. Yeah. Stopping run. the run, which is yeah. Atlanta. And, and Patterson might be back, right? But even if he isn't, the Falcons. You know, if they're going to try to do anything, it's establish the run. Um, I mean, I, I like the Falcons in this game. I think the Chargers are a phantom four and three with all these injuries. I mean, this could come back to bite me. The, Fal- the Falcons did just give up a 30 burger to Philip <laughs> to Philip Walker. <laughs> but but 
I think it's a pretty high scoring game, but I think right now the Falcons are just kind of the more the more complete offense and the more complete team. Falcons by a field goal. The magic keeps going. John. Well, a, a, a team surprisingly in first place and uh, a team that uh, a lot, versus a team that a lot of people pick for first place and really aren't playing nowhere near it. But uh, I, I, I think coming off the bye, uh, I think, think things are going to ease out and, uh, and Herbert's going to remind people that he's uh, still a top quarterback, which uh, he, he hasn't had, had too many games. Uh, not, not all of his fault, uh, you know, a lot of injuries, uh, lackluster uh, coaching uh, might, might be a thing there. But uh, I, th- I think the Chargers uh, established themselves uh, back as a contender with this game. And uh, they squeaked by the Falcons, who are, who are very impressive. Uh, Arthur Smith, the coach, he's, he's definitely uh, – it's got a good system uh, with, with the running game, even though they lost Patterson and they're, they're still one of the uh, top running teams. But I, I'll go with the Chargers. It, 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 it's probably going to be a toss-up game where it comes down to a to a, you know a play or two uh, in, in the fourth quarter, or a penalty here or there, or, or a dumb play or a missed kick or something. Or, or or in the Chargers' case, it'll probably come down to a a stupid uh, going for it on fourth and nineteen or something. Or, you know, a, a stale. That is the other. But, uh, that is the other thing to think about in this game. I, I, I'll, I'll pick them based on uh, talent. Uh, I'll, I'll go with the quarterback, Herbert. All right, senior, break the tie. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go with the Chargers as well. I see it as a you know a great opportunity for for them to to get right, the get right game for Justin Herbert, even without his stud receivers, Palmer and the guys he has left. I mean. Atlanta's played well, but they they can certainly be thrown at, as we saw Philip do last week. And I see Atlanta keeping it close. They'll run the ball. They'll do the things they've been doing. But I just think that it's time for the Chargers to get right, and this is a perfect opportunity to, against this defense. Close game, probably a lot of points, which we see in Atlanta games, but the Chargers get it done. All right. I don't mind being on Falcons Island. I was on Bears Island last week, which did not work out. Um, but for a 49-29 loss, oh, come. if if you're a Bears fan, you had to be a little bit <laughs> encouraged by the by you have to be encouraged by how the offense has played and by um, Fields' development over the last over the last few weeks. I mean, it seems like he's really turned a corner because that that Cowboys defense is for real. And the Bears kept it close. It was their defense that failed them. They couldn't stop the Cowboys at all. And we have what could end up being a similar game this week. We have the Dolphins going to Chicago. The Dolphins coming off a uh, wildly unimpressive 31-27 win over the hapless Lions where they had to stage this huge comeback. Um I don't know. It's another like they're a five and three team, but it's an unimpressive five and three. But with those two receivers, I feel like they can just beat anybody (laughs) anytime after what the Cowboys did to the Bears. It's tough to see the Dolphins not putting up a bunch of points on them. So I think this is kind of a shootout. I don't think the I don't think the Bear, the Dolphins defense is going to be able to really, really stop the Bears offense as crazy as crazy as that sounds with with fields with herbert with new addition chase claypool who gives them another legitimate threat on the outside in chicago i don't know if i'll be on the island again but 
I like what I've seen from the Bears. And I don't know. I don't I don't know about the Bradley Chubb thing. I think they gave up too much. I'm just not a Dolphins guy. I'm not a tour guy. So I'm going to pick the Bears in an upset. Senior. Well, Tua's got the, you know, the nicest job in the world, basically. He's very effective just throwing deep and underthrowing Tyreek Hill. <laughs> and Tyreek Hill it's, it's an effective always strategy. catches it anyway. He's unbelievable. He, I think he did it three or four times last week, just totally underthrow him. And Tyreek somehow makes these unbelievable adjustments. I, I think he's so good at adjusting to those underthrown balls because if you're defending him, you are just putting your head down and running your ass off trying to keep up with them. And you just can't, you just can't make the adjustment. But yeah, anyway, I mean, Chubb was a, a pretty big addition to that defense. I don't know how much of an, how much he'll of a role he'll play in this game, but yeah, I see the Bears scoring some points on him definitely, but I still see the Dolphins winning the Dolphins and the track team beat the Bears by about 10. All right, John, break the tie. Uh, I, it's it's first of all to it's nice uh, that the uh, the Bears looks like they're confident in uh, Fields now, where towards the beginning of the year it kind of looked like they were just having having been run out the string and and move on to next year with uh, you know, picking a new quarterback. But it looks like they're they're behind Fields now with the uh, addition of Claypool, and uh, you know also they recognize they got something uh, going on with that you know. With the two running backs and and designing more uh, plays for Fields, that that uh, that Patriot game kind of kind of woke them up and, uh, and and got them behind Fields. So it, it's good for the Bears, but uh, also uh, and as far as the Dolphins side, it, it they've been on a roller coaster. They they started off three and zero. They beat Buffalo. Everybody, all the Super Bowl hype. Uh, they were you know they they were going to build a statue for McDaniel already as the next uh, Vince Lombardi, the next great coach. And then you know that awful Tua injury kind of kind of humbled uh, everything and uh you know you know brought every, everything back down to earth and uh it, it's it's kind of like when you watch two and out it was it was like they're they're not sunday night game uh, that collinsworth even said it when he runs you, you just you just don't want him to get hit you don't want you don't want him to get hurt so they they, they kind of got over that you know now for a couple games where, where now you could just you could just play and uh and, and and just just hope for your team to win instead of you know just hoping for two to get hurt and, and they really got a break after the uh after that three-game losing streak, to play the uh, to play the Steelers, the Lions, and uh, you know the, uh, the Bears, which aren't as bad as, as those two teams, but uh, I, I think the Dolphins are going to going to keep it going and uh, and and, and inspired uh, move to six and three. And uh, of course, you're not impressed with the addition of Chubb. It's a defensive guy, you know the. The big trades that you like were only involved offensive plays. Or, uh, no, I just think I. Th- I mean, he just is. That is not true. Uh, Edge ed rushing. Call, call, calling me a fantasy support. guy. That's a. That's a. That is an <laughs> underhanded know. way of just calling me a fantasy guy. Chubb. Chubb was a, a bit of an underachiever until, until this year, and it's been great this year. He got his money, and now he's going to go back to underachieving. That's my prediction. <laughs> Uh, edge rushes are very important uh, to get to that oh, definitely in, in the fourth quarter. So, yeah. Definitely. The Bears. All right. We have Panthers at Bengals. The Bengals with just a pitiful, awful performance on Monday Night Football <laughs> get just trucked by the Cleveland Browns. Um, that's, that is a house of horrors for, for Joe Burrow. And the Panthers coming off the aforementioned 
crazy loss to the Falcons. I'm going to pick the Bengals just on pedigree in their home. They don't impress me, but I think it was a little bit of a bum. Hopefully just a blip for them because they really looked horrible. John. Yeah, that, that that's one of those uh, division things where Stefanski kind of got the, the the number of uh, uh, the Bengals. Uh, that's that's five in a row over the Bengals. That that's just one of those divisional things like we see with the you know with the Forty Niners and Rams and and other divisional rivals. Patriots, Jets, uh, as an example. Uh, yeah, you can ride those things as long as you can. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes that's the only team you could beat, but. Uh, uh, I think the Bengals will will, will get right. Uh, they they got to give a they got to try to establish a running game uh, more because uh, the, the, their offense was shut down once they couldn't once they couldn't run and, and they couldn't get much in the passing game either. But uh, I well, say the, the Bengals will bounce back here. It's not much uh, analysis. The Panthers uh, you know, they haven't playing well, playing better. They could have been in first place at three and five. Uh, the, the Browns are one of the worst run defenses in the whole NFL, and the Bengals yeah, couldn't run Bengals on them at all. On, yeah, so, much, I mean, yeah. if you can't run on them, you can't run on anybody. And I think it's just their offensive line just sucks. Yeah, they, they, they haven't made the, the improvements. That's what killed them last year. It, it cost them the Super Bowl, and uh, they, they they drafted and then uh, and made some additions, but uh, still the same results there. But but yeah, I don't I don't see the Panthers going into the jungle and getting this one. Senior the Bengals. Yeah, you know that they definitely really miss Chase, you know, because they they are a pass first team all the way, and the offensive line and is a sieve sometimes. But I mean, you you lose that number one guy, and now everybody else isn't as good, you know. Now uh, T Higgins is seeing more, seeing a better, seeing more coverage, and you know everybody moves up a notch, and they're not as effective, especially when the offensive line's leaking like a sieve. I'm going to go with Philip to go into the jungle and spring. Wow. All right. <laughs> Philip, Philip Island. I know you, you love the, the, the name change. Yeah. You know, I, I lived on freaking commander's Island for two weeks and got two wins from them. That's, that's kind of crazy, but Philip Island is maybe even a more dangerous place to be. <laughs> Heineke Island. Yeah, Heineke. I, he gives them juice. I mean, he's, right. he's an upgrade. He's an upgrade from Wentz. There's no doubt about it. I, I like the kid. He's fiery as hell. Oh, yeah, he is. He is. The next two games, we're just going to not really give any analysis. We're just going to make our picks because they're they're awful games. Packers at Lions. Packers. John? Yeah, I, I'll go Green Bay. That, Senior. What, what is it, a four-game losing streak versus a five-game losing streak? <laughs> horrible game between two horrible teams. Well, if the if the Packers offense doesn't score some points in this one, they never will. Uh, yeah, I'll go with the Packers. All right. Lions money line, that is, folks. All right. Raiders at Jaguars. Oh, come on. Raiders. Senior. Yeah, the Raiders get, get right against the, the hapless Jags. John. Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, I go to Jaguars. <laughs> I go to Jaguars. They lose. They lose every game by one score, but uh, maybe they'll pull one out here. Anybody who bets on any either of those games should just, you know, <laughs> yeah, you check, a, check yourself you in somewhere. All right, and then the next game is actually a good game, and Senior alluded to this team a second ago. We have the Minnesota Vikings at 6-1, and one, heading to Washington for the streaking Washington Commanders and Taylor Heineke. 
Um, both teams playing well. The Washington seems to have found something. Um, it's a tough game to pick because I mean the Vikings don't strike you as a 15 and one team or anything. So you got to think they're going to lose one or two here. They're pretty comfortably ahead in that division. This one would really jump out as the type of game that they would lose. With that said, I just the, the their personnel just entices me every time where where I just think I just think they're the better team here and I think that they, I think that they're going to win on the road another close game but Vikings over Commanders John um I'm going to go with the Commanders here I like a a, a desperate uh, Ron Rivera where uh, you know it was a blessing in disguise that Wentz got hurt for him, even though he, he threw him under the bus. He had a little slip there, but uh, his, his teams always fight, you know. And, uh, you know, Heineke, not the most talented quarterback, but, uh, you know, you know makes plays and he's got some magic with McLaurin. So, and they get, it looks like Chase Young is coming back. So they're going to be a tougher, uh, they're going to be a tougher game each week on the schedule, which is uh, it's good to see the second half. That division is, uh, you know, shaping up to be the, the best in, in football, the uh, NFC East. So I'm going to go with the commanders to pull this one out. Yep, totally defensible pick. Senior. Yep, it's the two Easts, John. The East rules in both conferences. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to ride the commanders one more week. I like the way they're playing. They're home. The crowd's going to be fired up. And I just think the Vikings are due for one of those games. You know, one of those games where ugly Kirk comes out and they kind of give a game away. It's, they're just bound to have one of those, those bad performances. And I think this week just sits right there staring at you as this, this could be it. So commanders again. Wow. Crack those green bottles. Yeah. And crack those red bottles. Ta- touchdown Texans opening drive. Just went right down the field on Philly. We'll see. We're recording this um, right at the beginning of the Thursday night game. So. We'll see. Fall. We'll see. Could end up being, you know, 50 to 7, but it's exciting so far. All right. We have what looked like a marquee game at the beginning of the season. Now, not so much. Matthew Stafford and the Rams travel to Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Lifeless against lifeless, basically, right? I thought the Bucs at least should. <laughs> It didn't show much against the Ravens, but they showed me more than the Rams did. Brady gets it done. Brady at home. I think the Rams are like a five and twelve team. I think they're awful. So Bucks. Senior. Yeah, real tough game to call. Tough to pick one of these teams to win the way they're playing now. But I'm going to go along with you on that one and think that eh, home team. I'll go with home team and Tom Brady over road team and Matt Stafford, two floundering teams. That's that's how I'll go with it. That's that's the deciding factor to me, the quarterback matchup and the home field. So, Bucks. John. Uh, we're all on the Bucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> two, two, two non-impressive teams. And uh, uh, the, 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 the Bucks, it just goes to show that uh, – I think that coaching change, uh, even though uh, rumor has it that the, the that was a uh, you know that that was 
the call to, to do that was made by Mr. Brady, who uh, pretty much uh, is in charge of everything over there. But uh, the the new, you know, Bulls isn't working out. It turned out to be a lesser coach than Arians. But uh, yeah, the, the the Rams look like more of a disaster. So I'll go with the Bucks to get it right. And I, I just got a question, Roger. Did you start Tegan Quatoriano as uh, your your fantasy tight end this week? I did not. I did not. It was it was a tough decision. <laughs> I, I, I love I love. I went with ninth, Travis Kelsey instead. I love when those ninth string tight ends uh, score and uh, you know sticks it to you fantasy guys. <laughs> you know, I, I I think like so. I don't even think he was available on DraftKings. <laughs> I love it. It's like one of those guys. I love it. All right, and last but not least, Monday Night Football. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens heading to New Orleans to play the Saints. Both teams coming off victories. The Ravens last Thursday night in Tampa was a nice win for them. The Saints coming off just a – we didn't talk about the Raiders, but this was the uh, pitiful performance of the week by the Raiders' offense. 24-0, game was never close. The Raiders barely made it past midfield. So the Saints coming in hot. Ravens also coming in hot. Games in New Orleans. I think the Saints team's a little better than their three and five record. So I am gonna. I think that they will pull the upset here and be and be Lamar. Senior. Uh, you know, I'll I'll take a little credit for their shutout last week because on the show I bashed their defense. If you remember, like where's this? This is true. What, what happened to the Saints defense? This is true. You turned around the Bears <laughs> offense and the Saints defense in consecutive weeks. <laughs> they go and pitch a shutout. Yeah. Um, they're home. They're coming off that one game, but it's not enough to convince me. I really like the way the Ravens are playing. Their defense has been stepping up. I, I think they're a legitimate contender right now. So I, I think the, Ra- the Ravens go in there and get it done by – in a close game, but the Ravens get – Lamar and the Ravens get it done. Where are you going with, John? The rifle or Lamar Jackson? Uh, I, I remember uh, last week, Senior kind of stuck it to me because I was, uh, you know, how I always praised the Saints' uh, defense, and uh, he, he kind of got me off them, and uh, and then they, they pulled a vintage performance. So I don't know if it was vintage them or just vintage Raiders awful. Yeah, you guys might be getting uh, – your offensive coordinator back next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but with that, uh, uh, Dalton, uh, when he was with Cincinnati, a, a history of a horrible performances versus the Ravens. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the with the the Ravens on this one. All right. So we covered all the games, guys. It's gonna be a good week. I think it's you know shaping up. So last week was, was there were some exciting games, but again, not a lot of you know winning. You know, play games with playoff implications, things like that. We have more of that this week. Very much looking forward to it. We are here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. Please listen to all the other great content that we have available here. Senior John, do you have any parting shots for us? Yeah, I do. I'm gonna I'm calling you guys out. Come prepared to next week's show. In like nine or ten days from now, the three-man booth will be getting together in America's most famous arena for a great UFC card. And I want us all, we're all going to pick the big three fights, the main event, the co-main event, and of course, the fight of the year, Poirier and Chandler. We're going to get our picks in next week along with our football picks. All right, okay, sounds good. for that? Yes, uh, yes, uh, I'll be ready. Yes. We're going to need some extra time and, and uh, people are going to need some uh, 
our, our Vegas guys can need some extra money for to put those UFC bets in after. Oh man! <laughs> after you, <laughs> the, the senior and junior with the expert UFC analysis, they can't go wrong there. So. Seniors UFC analysis, at least for one of these matchups, is going to be extremely fast. Uh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> it's like Brady versus Grogan. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. All right, John, any parting shots? Uh, no, sir. Thanks, sir. Glad to get this in. The hectic stuff you guys got going on this week, but glad you got it in. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So... Everybody enjoy the games this week. We could be talking about a, a miraculous Texans victory. We're still early. We'll see about that. But we will be back next week. Please reach out to us. We appreciate the kind words that we received in the chat after Senior ate some crow on the Bears. So keep the feedback coming. We, we love it. So for, for Mr. D'Amato and for Cowboy Senior on the Cowboy, and we're out. The Steel Curtain.